Hello and welcome to the greatest show on earth. I am your host, Aaron Nathan Neal, and you are listening to More Than a Party Podcast. Hello and welcome back to More Than a Party Podcast. I'm calling it season two. I took a hiatus. I took a break from releasing episodes. And I'm just going to come back and say it is season two. And I am back. I took the summer off from recording. And, um, you know, during that time, I was just kind of like, okay, where do I want this podcast to, to go? And am I, you know, making a difference? Am I saying anything that people want to hear? You know, you kind of start questioning some things and kind of start rethinking some things. And so I was like, well, I do want to I do want to keep releasing. That was something I decided that I wanted to continue to do. Um, but I wanted during this summertime, I was like, man, I want to release good quality content. And so there was a couple of things that I that I decided I wanted to do. And that was to start releasing the video version of my episodes as well. So people that want to watch it, you're more than welcome to do so. As well as um, uh, just creating um, good audio as well and being consistent with that. And being consistent with the times I release my episodes. And it's going to be every Wednesday. Um, And so I just... I wanted to make sure that I had a good structure, a good foundation for when I started picking it up again. Um, and so I had I had this idea that I was like, man, I want to, during summer, I was like, I'm going to knock out a bunch of episodes and keep them in my back pocket and then release them every Wednesday, every week, like I have been doing. But over summer, I ended up traveling a lot and I wasn't able to sit down, devote some, devote time to interviewing people and talking to them like I wanted to. Um, when I was in California, I was able to sit down and just talk. And I wish I had a microphone to be able to talk to Dr. Bob and for you all to hear our conversation. But uh, he, Dr. Bob Hamilton, and uh, some of you, I'm sure know who he is. And he was just told me that he would love to be on my podcast. And I got a couple other people that would love to be on as well. So during my traveling, it wasn't all just, you know, me having fun. I was, you know, trying to build my podcast as well, build my brand, if you will. And actually, if you're watching, you can see that I actually created a shirt, more than a party podcast with a QR code. Um, If you want a shirt, (laughs) you can do it. You can buy it. I won't charge you. Um, I won't make a profit on it. I'll just charge you what it costs me to make it. Um, I don't have like a deal with like some big brand or anything that gives me a sweet discount, um, maybe one day as we continue to grow. And so I just want to say I appreciate you all so much. Um, even when I wasn't releasing anything, I haven't released anything since the beginning of May. And throughout these last two months, I've had constant emails from, my, from, the, uh, from the website that I, I published through. Um, they send you updates about listeners and people listening, how many people are listening, whatever it might be. And every week, it's a weekly update. Every week, I've had people downloading my podcast and listening to to me and to people that I'm interviewing. Um, even when I wasn't releasing content, 
every week I had people downloading my, uh, my episodes. And so I only say that to say this, I'm so grateful that you all have partnered together with me um, in this journey. I'm not trying to be dramatic and, you know, be all uh, sentimental, but it is, it, it does mean a lot to me that you all set your time aside, that you guys set, you know, whatever you're doing aside and are able to listen to me and um, that you guys would even, even do that. I find just, I'm very grateful for it. And so again, if you want to reach out to me, you can do that through, um, you could do that through my personal Instagram if you want, or you could do it through the more than a party podcast, Instagram, MTAP podcast. Um, and that's on Twitter. That's on Gmail. And that's on Instagram as well. MTAP podcast at gmail.com. That's my Instagram handle and Twitter handle as well. So if you want to reach out and you want to talk to me, listen, my vision is still the same. I want to talk to people um, about a variety of things. I could talk all day about politics. I could talk all day about history. You know, my interests, uh, if you're watching, you could see that I got Laker, Kobe Bryant jersey, Dodgers. I have um, uh, old school state, West Virginia State, where I played baseball at, um, jersey, a Mountaineer jersey. And so I have my interests. But I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to hear your all story. I want to hear what makes you tick. If you have something on your heart that you want to get off your chest, then I'm all ears. And that's what this, that's what this podcast is for, is to be a platform for everyday people like you and I. I think that's what's really important is to give us a voice. Um, in this day and age, everyone has a voice. Why not you? Why not me? And there's nothing stopping us from doing that. I would love to interview you interview you even if we disagree on some things we could talk about those things or we don't have to even touch those subjects it's really up to you um, i'm not trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable um, when i talk to them i just really want to um, like i said let you know that you have a platform to speak your voice and it doesn't always have to be about politics like i said you could go back into my my first episode about my vision you're more than a party, right? You're more than politics. You're more than the party that people want to paint you into. People want to corner you into. I've talked to pastors on this podcast. I've talked to people who um, have gotten out of prison. I've talked to people who have restored their lives. I've talked to chef, a chef. Uh, um, I've talked to school teachers. And um, I've had a wonderful time doing it. And it's, it's very informative for me. I love doing it. I enjoy it. And so if you want to talk to me, listen, I would love to talk to you and uh, let's make it happen. There is a couple things that I wanted to um, talk about today. And like, I mean, I haven't talked for two months on the podcast. So if you follow politics, there's a course of two months of topics that I, I could point out and talk about. And we could talk about Joe Biden and we could talk about Kamala Harris. We could talk about uh, um, Ron DeSantis in Florida. We could talk about COVID. We could talk about all sorts of different things. Uh, the Delta variant that is, you know, whatever coming around. And for those that might just be tuning in to my podcast, I'll just remind you, um, those listening, um, 
I call out both sides. If I disagree with one side, I'll call it out. I typically disagree wholeheartedly with the left. I don't think they really have anything that I tend to agree with leftists. Liberals, sure. Um, liberals, I think, are fair and fair-minded in the sense that, you know, a classical liberal will say, um, I might disagree with you, but I'll fight for your right to defend it. And that's what the ACLU used to do. They don't do that anymore. And so I agree with that sentiment. So if you find yourself on the left side of the aisle, but you think like that, then, hey, we can find common ground. But people that want to just castigate those that disagree with them, cancel them, throw them to the wolves. Listen, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Um, and I tend to find myself on the right on many issues. I am a Christian. So naturally, I'm going to be on the right side of the aisle. Um, if you disagree with that, hey, send me a text and we can talk about it. And I'll explain to you how my, my views line up. Now, my politics, there's certain things that um, I might disagree with people on the right, even Christians on the right about. And that's okay. Listen, we're all individuals. We all think differently. Um, we don't have to be all conformed into one, uh, you know, do as I say or else type mentality. You know, you have to be, you know, a Trumper to be a Republican. You know, you have to defend Trump wholeheartedly to be a Republican, or you have to defend Biden wholeheartedly or AOC wholeheartedly to be on the left. Listen, we can find common ground. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I want to do. And if getting out of the political spectrum and talking about something else helps us find common ground, then so be it. So, but again, um, listen, if you're on the right and you castigate people, then I don't agree with you. So I'll just, I'll balance that out. I kind of hit the left kind of hard, but um, people on the right, man, if you're, you know, oh, I can't stand people on the left and they're the worst. Listen, I don't, I don't roll that way. We can find common ground. It's just the left. I typically tend to disagree with a lot. Um, and I think for good reason, but again, that's just my opinion. So anyways, moving on, let me, let me tell you why. Um, Ideas on the left kind of annoy me. Um, Simone Biles, I'll get into that a little bit. Simone Biles, many of you probably are familiar with what happened at the Olympics. She took herself out. And uh, everyone, man, everyone on the right was like hitting her hard. Not everyone on the right, but there was a couple people on the right hitting her hard. Like she's you know, whatever, letting down our country. And I think Charlie Kirk called her like a sociopath. I was like, what in the, what? I didn't, I didn't understand that type of criticism. Okay. Simone Biles, I'm not going to speak ill of her. Um, because it sounded like at the time I was like, listen, she could do whatever she wants. Yes. We send people out to represent us. Um, but if she feels like she can't perform, then I would rather her say, hey, I'm, I'm going to pull myself out. Um, someone said it sounded like she got a case of the twisties, which to me is just another word for the yips, right? You forget the fundamentals of throwing a baseball or you forget the fundamentals of um, throwing a football or whatever it might be. That's called the yips, right? Or soccer, whatever it might be. Um, I've had a case of the yips when I was in college playing baseball and you just, you're like, do I even know how to play baseball? So it sounded like, 
that's what she got. And so if she took herself out because of that, then it is what it is. Um, listen, I'm not going to come down on her because to me at the time, it sounded like she did the right thing. Listen, I want to win gold like most Americans. And if you don't think you can win gold, even if you're the best and you think someone else is going to give you us a better opportunity to do that. Listen, again, I didn't find it that big of a deal. What? So I was just like, whatever. What annoyed me, though, and what I found um, perplexing, here we go. Hey, how are you? Um, is a criticism against those who were criticizing her. And it wasn't just, you know, Charlie Kirk's of the world. It was just people like, hey, I don't think she should have pulled out. And all of a sudden, it was like, how could you say that? You could never do what she does. You could never do a front flip into a back handspring into a twirl. And you can, how can you criticize her? And you saw people posting like memes of, um, you know, some frat boy in a, a messy room. And, you know, the caption was, you know, them tweeting out Simone Biles is a traitor to her country. And the whole idea was like, these are the type of people criticizing her. And you saw that on the internet. And I was like, mm, okay, now this is kind of dumb. Why can't we criticize her? She's an athlete representing the United States. And you're telling me I can't criticize her for doing something that I may disagree with. Who are you to tell me what I can and can't disagree with? You're no better than I am as far as your status in the world, right? But all of a sudden it was like, no, you can't criticize her because we said so. It's about her mental health and you cannot criticize her because we said no. And I'm like listening, I'm like looking at this and watching the news and everyone's like, oh, she's so brave. She took a step back and, you know, I'm like, bro, we could criticize whoever we want. You're not a bad person for criticizing, for um, especially about sports. Listen, if you can't criticize, if you can't critique athletes, there would literally be no sports shows. None. Zero. Zilch. Cancel them all. But it was like, no, it's Simone Biles, so you can't say anything negative about her. She's the queen. It's like, what? Says who? But it was bigger than that. The issue is not really the issue. It's never the issue. It's not about you, you know, talking ill of an athlete. It's about you talking ill of an athlete that they agree with. What do I mean by that? You can't say anything bad about someone that they want to defend, the left. And if you do, you're a racist. You're saying it because you're sexist. You're saying it because you don't like certain people and you're just the worst type of human because you criticize. It's like, what are you talking about? Simone Biles is a goat. In fact, she embraces the goat status. She wore a goat on her leotard. Or under tights. What, I don't know if I said that. Leotard, is that wrestlers? This is why I need a co-host, so I can be like, hey, Jamie, can you look that up? You know. Um, but 
she embraces that. So she can handle some criticism, y'all. She's not some middle schooler tween who can't handle a little bit. She's the GOAT. She's the greatest of all time. She can handle it. But since you say she can, or you say that you were not allowed to do it, and I guess we can't. But again, it's bigger than that. It's not about criticizing. It's about you doing something that they don't want you to do. People on the left, uh, Gen Z, millennials on the left. Go just name call. How could you do that? It's about her mental health. And they're embracing what we've seen throughout 2020, even more so than ever before. And it's these authoritarian tactics, even though they might not realize it. It's you do what I say. Don't criticize her or else we'll make fun of you and say you're just some frat boy or some lazy slob tweeting out from your dirty apartment because you're just racist. We'll just name call. So you better get on board with what we're saying or else. And they've embraced this whole idea of authoritarianism, fascism. And I cannot stand that. I cannot stand that. In fact, I refuse. In fact, it fires me up even more to not get on board with what you're doing. Because you're doing, using fascist tactics. We're going to dox you. We're going to call you out. We're going to call you names unless you agree with what we're saying. And we're, of course, we've seen this all throughout 2020 and even now today in August of 2021. We are still seeing governors use authoritarian tactics and keeping people bent in fear. It is fear porn. Governors, bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats are uh, uh, um, just throwing fear and anxiety at their constituents. And it's embarrassing, honestly. I would be embarrassed if I was one of these blue state senators or uh, governors. I would be ashamed of myself. And you know what's even more embarrassing? You know what I'd be more, even more embarrassed about besides these hypocritical governors? If I was one of the people defending them making good faith arguments on their behalf. Guys, they don't even believe anything that they're saying. Aaron, it's because they're superior to us and they can do whatever they want. And they drink their tea with their pinky up. I, 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 I really don't understand how you guys can defend or even listen, even want to listen to these people. For example, the D.C. mayor wants to put a mask mandate on D.C. That same day, she's seen officiating a wedding or the day after, seen officiating the wedding without a mask. With a lot of people there, maskless, indoors, at the reception, without a mask. She's not even following her own mask mandate. But it's all about saving lives and you got to protect the most vulnerable and you got to protect the elderly except for... I'm going to go over here, but make sure you guys are following my rules. But I'm not going to follow my own rules. But if you disagree with me, you're a racist, bigot. You don't care about the homeless. You don't care about uh, climate change. And you uh, don't care about the elderly. And you're killing grandma. But I'm over here. Don't worry about me. Do as I say, not as I do. 
How can you defend that? Seriously, how can you defend those people? Lori Lightfoot literally postpones her mask mandate in Chicago so that they can have Lollapalooza, a three-day festival. She postpones it. Oh, people were showing their vaccine card. If you watch the video of the kids that are showing up, not even kids, these are, these are adults, 20 years old, probably teens, late teens, uh, showing up to Lollapalooza, sh uh, showing their quote-unquote vaccine card. It's just like a white piece of paper. They're just like flashing it to the security and keep moving. No one's checking it. That should be that illegal anyway to have a to vaccine check. Are you kidding me? What fascist, totalitarian, authoritarian, freaking Hitler, Aryan, Stalin-esque uh, tactics is that? If you agree with the vaccine passport, I feel sorry for you because you're probably someone that's like, oh, voter ID is so racist. How can you say that? How can you how can you hold both uh, uh, opinions at the same time when they're complete contradictory to each other? You're going to show a vaccine passport, but not a voter ID. Do you see how do you see how you're contradicting yourself there? Okay, let's show a vaccine passport. Yeah, I'm all for it. Are you for voter ID? If not, then I'm not for a vaccine passport. Actually, I wouldn't be for it anyways. Because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The vaccine passport. Pfft. And we're learning all this about the vaccine. They want to create a vaccine passport that's not FDA approved. Oh, Aaron, you know what else isn't FDA approved? Uh, uh, this and that. And guess what? I'm not mandated to take it. Duh. You know what else isn't FDA approved? Pre-workouts and, and, and pre-drinks. And guess what? I'm not being forced to take those things. But you want to force me to take an a vaccine that's not FDA approved. I don't even care about the FDA. I really don't. I I guess I appreciate their work. Um, I don't really know much about them. To be honest, I don't think you do either. But I'm not going to do it. If they don't put their stamp on it, that's just another excuse for me. Hey, another reason, not an excuse, another reason to be wary of it. It's experimental. It's on emergency right now. I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't need it, y'all. I'm healthy. I eat right. I get my sunlight, my vitamin D, right? I work out. That's my vaccine. You know how many people have died from COVID? Not talking cases. Please don't use cases because that's such a silly argument to use cases. doesn't even make sense. You know how many people have died under 30? All sexes. Under, actually, sorry. Under the age of 40. Under 10,000, y'all. Awful. Every single death is tragic. Awful. Those are, those are with COVID, though. Not from COVID. That's just COVID cases. People have died that happen to have COVID. And we know that not all of those cases were from COVID. That's just a fact. Matter of fact. Okay. Don't try to make good faith arguments because you're putting your faith in the wrong place. And here we are. We're going to go through this again. And you're just going to fall right in line 
with these people who don't care about you. They don't. And you're going to continue to justify their reasons for mandating vaccine, for mandating a mask, even though we know the efficacy of mask is so stupidly ineffective. A cloth mask is, is a surgical mask is trash. It's like throwing sand at a chain link fence. Seriously. If you want the studies, I'll, I'll send you the studies. Sure, the N95 masks, yeah, those, those are fine. But there were studies by the Vietnam doc, by Vietnamese doctors back in 2020 when they were researching about masks and trying to bring up all the studies and research that they had about masks in the first place before um, when Fauci and the CDC, they were all making these, um, these rules about masks. And, you know, so, okay, what, what research do we actually have about masks before we start mandating them? And the Vietnamese doctors... Back in the day when they were interviewing um, doctors actually about uh, wearing these N95, you know, masks as they go into surgery. These doctors even said, yeah, they're, they're important, but we don't wear them all day. That was actually a statement that these doctors said from studies that were being done way before 2020 about mask eff efficacy. The idea that masks are going to save the world is so ludicrous, so preposterous, and if you believe that, you're not paying attention. You're really not. You're believing lies. I hate to say it. You're believing lies. If you think that it's important for kids to wear masks in school, you're believing lies. And I know that might sound harsh, and I apologize, but it's time to wake up. It's time to stop listening to people who could care less about you. President Obama, you guys, I'm sure, I'm sure have all heard... He had a birthday party for himself. They said, oh, yeah, they were vaccinated. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Oh, it was masks. There was pictures coming out of no one wearing masks. It's do as I say, not as I do. Rules for thee, not for me. Aren't you guys tired of it, man? Aren't you guys tired of being told what you can and can't talk about? being blamed and shamed and ridiculed for just stating facts. You know what's frustrating? Is that things that conservatives or people on the right were pointing out, like kids aren't transmitting the disease, they shouldn't be wearing masks, we need to be back in school, were like being censored, taken off the internet, taking off of YouTube, being classified as disinformation or misinformation, the, uh, the theory about the lab leak in Wuhan, that was being censored, taken off the internet as disinformation, misinformation. And now guess what? Oh, these are, uh, you know, these are acceptable things. Now we, now we have permission to talk about these things. Aren't you guys tired of it, man? The authoritarian tactics. You can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. It's time for people to push back, seriously. It's time to hold yourself accountable. Oh, Aaron, I work for someone who's enforcing the mask mandate, and if they check the camera, listen, don't enforce it. Be brave. Don't wear it. Be brave. Be brave. Stand up for yourself, man. We have too many people that are just too relaxed. Oh, it's just the way of the world. It's just the way it is right now. We're we're post-COVID now. 
you know, this is post-COVID world. This is the new normal. No, it's not. It's only that way because you're allowing it to be. Push back against these tactics. Stop listening. Stop following, uh, falling right in line. Pay attention. If someone says, oh, we need to have a mask mandate, and then they go and get their hair done like Nancy Pelosi back in the day, yeah, I'm just not going to listen to you. If they flip-flop a gazillion times about issues, yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. I'll, I'll find some other experts to listen to. And there's plenty of them. Plenty of experts. Plenty of people who study science, who study the efficacy of vaccines, who study the efficacy of hydrochloroquine or hydromectin, who study these things and understand that they're good things. And that masks don't work. That's just plain and simple, guys. Fauci said it himself back in the day. Sorry to really hound this, but this is, I mean, this is being brought up again. I was just at the YMCA today and they're making the workers wear masks again. How ludicrous is that? Remember when Fauci said, you know, if uh, a virus gets in the community, then masks, do, masks won't do anything. If it's already community spread, a mask isn't going to do anything. Remember when he said that? I do. And the CDC was like, yeah, masks don't work. I remember when, because guess what? They were going off of these, these studies that were done before 2020, before it became all political, before masks became a virtue signaling, I care about my grandma. I care about your grandma. Shut up. No, you don't. You care about looking righteous in the eyes of your peers or in the media. That's what you care about. It's a sad reality. If I'm wrong and you actually do believe in mass, call me up. We'll have a talk about it. And I will point you in the right direction where you can find all kinds of uh, research data that will back me up. Um, listen, push back, wake up. I'm not saying, you know, this is the end of the world or this is the beginning of, you know, some sort of third Reich. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people, governors, people in power will continue to use tragedy, will continue to use uh, pandemics, wars, depressions, recessions to exploit the Americans, to exploit um, and get rid of our freedoms and say, oh, it's all in the name of the greater good. Mm -mm. Guys, we need to be aware. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. All right? Appreciate you all. Love you guys. I will see you next week.